This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. My God, I look at what he does and where he's going to line up. This is a guy that, to me, has all the opportunity in the world to be the wide receiver 1.1. Always connect on those deep passes like they did last year. I'm like a centrist. Three catches, 40 yards, zero touchdowns. Then he goes nuclear. Yeah, just 10 targets, two, 201 yards, four touchdowns. That's the greatest hit I've ever seen. This is Reception Perception, the show. James Cole and Matt Harmon. Let's talk about a guy that just went absolutely freaking ballistic down the stretch in Amon Ross St. Brown. This is a dude who, as a rookie, came out the gates really slow. Uh, and then there was kind of there's kind of a storyline, I think, Matt, and I think it's fair to say that Amon Ross St. Brown, maybe not that great of a player, uh, but just did went crazy in fantasy because there was literally no other pass catching options. That's what the haters would say. The haters. About- Yes, about Amon Ross St. Brown. I am not in that camp. And I know RP and your charting probably says that you're not in that camp as well. Yeah, man. I I called um, Amon Ross St. Brown like a Bud Light Cooper Cup in his pre-draft profile. And then he ends up getting drafted by a former Rams front office guy and the team with the former Rams quarterback in the Detroit Lions. And I I still feel like when you look at his RP profile, we talked about Cooper Cup earlier. They look really, really similar. Um, I think he's still Bud Light Cooper Cup, you know, I mean. And I, maybe, I don't know. I like Michelob Ultra better than Bud Light, but that's another <laughs> discussion for our sponsorship at some point. But <laughs> um, I, I think that Michelob, Mick Ultra, uh, uh, Cooper Cup, Amon Ross St. Brown, good God. All right. Anyways, point being here, you know, he plays that like not traditional X receiver role, right? I mean, when you look at Amon Ross St. Brown in his game sampled for reception perception, 70.5% of his snaps in the slot and was off the mm-hmm. line of scrimmage on 80% of his routes. Again, that's very Cooper Cup-esque. And what do you know? He faced zone coverage on 67% of his routes and he had an 80.5% success rate versus zone coverage. Like, that's good. It's not the that's typical, good. like we said before, Success rate versus man coverage has been a really important indicator, you know, for breakout receivers. Amon Ross St. Brown's not that guy. Now, he's not like bottom barrel of the league. He's a 21st percentile, but he's not that traditional X receiver beater. But the more, like we said, Josh Scott's article on the website, definitely check it out. It's it's free if you want. If you want it, you can check it out. You you see that the more players line up in the slot, the more they line up off the line of scrimmage, the more important their success rate versus zone coverage is. So I want to be buying this archetype of player, the Bud Light Cooper Cup archetype of player, these slot receivers who get a lot of layup targets. And let's just break down the argument. So we know I think he's a good player. 
there, there we go. I, I do think he's a good player and, and, and that archetype of receiver I want to buy into. Let's break down the argument, you know, the 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 anti-Amon Ross St. Brown argument. You know, everybody yeah. wants to tell you, well, he only got targets last year because everybody else was hurt. That's you know, they were there were guys injured, sure. They were all it was also a terrible wide receiver depth chart, and they've certainly <laughs> added was. guys in position. <laughs> I mean, we're talking yeah, we're talking like Cody <laughs> Freeman, total goofballs. Um but they were also giving Amon Ross St. Brown, and we see this with rookies after his bye week was starting to get a playing time bump, a routes run bump, a snaps yeah. bump. Um, all of that stuff is happening anyways. And the longer he played, the more they had him in this correct role. Like I did the midseason rookie report for uh, Amon Ross St. Brown on the website, you know, before kind of his breakout, it's like, they're having this guy run like deep routes. They're having him play too much outside. Like they need to get, and they figured that out the longer he played, they figured out the player, the longer they played and he was good. And the team won. They were, you know, sort of, they were two and two down the stretch in the last four games when he was averaging 11 targets per game. And yeah, James, I'm on Ross St. Brown. The haters say this, they deliver this as if it's a, some, you know, revelation, a hammer knell that like, He's not going to average 11 targets per game like he did at the end of last season. Well, no shit, he's not going to average 11 <laughs> targets per game. That's why he's not going. He's not going in the second round in fantasy right. drafts. He's going as like right. he's consensus ranked like wide receiver 32, and I've got him ranked right. higher than that because I I believe in the player and I believe he's going to hold this role down. You ready? Showtime on May 3rd. Summer starts with the Fall Guy. We do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's a wide receiver 26 overall when you go to Fantasy Pros. Uh, he's going with like a top 70 pick uh overall so you could you know in a 10 team or you're getting them seventh round in, in a 12 team or you're probably you know looking in the sixth um and again so that's kind of like that mid you know mid round capital i think for a player that's again he was a freaking rookie last year you know actually let me ask you this man I, i'm curious right because um obviously he is a classic like rookie story right like rookie yeah. archetype wide receiver where rookie wide receivers they don't do well early on um, yeah. and then as the season develops, oh my gosh, they really start taking off. Um, and that's exactly the storyline that we saw with Amon Ross St. Brown. So I'll ask you this. Um, do you recall when you charted his earlier games, did you see that improvement, um, and that development as well? Or was it all again, was his production all just tied to volume or was it again, volume plus and we've talked about it a lot that you get volume because you're better you know what i mean because you're separating you earn those earn targets. targets yep um so what did you see early season late season with amon rock yeah he was getting better i mean some of it could be that they again they just figured out the role i'm telling you watching him you know for the mid-season rookie report his the he was running a nine route on 28 points I'm, I'm pulling up the route chart here from from this 28 20.8 of his routes were nine routes which is crazy what, that's not what, the that's insane by the end of his rp <laughs> sample in his, in his i know by the end of his rp <laughs> sample for the for that? the final results it was 12.2 percent. so that's there a huge go. drop off like 
He yes. was below the NFL average on nine routes. You know, his post route rate had come down. His dig route rate had come down. And you know which ones had gone up? The slant, the flat, those layup routes, like the, the screen route percentage. Like that's what you want Amon Ross St. Brown to be doing. Yes. And overall, that that bled into the success rates too. Like from a, from a success rate versus coverage standpoint, he was not – where he he was much better at the end of the season so i agree like these rookies it's it's on the i think it's partly team but it's also partly um player the players get better and the teams figure these guys out more so it's it's interesting to me when you compare amon ross st brown to another player archetype that i think is is similar to to what he does and that's hunter renfro um Mm. and and it and it's it is always interesting to me when when you think about and you kind of sort of like and again both of us we kind of live on Twitter and you see what people are saying you kind of get an idea of what your crowdsourcing kind of what the you know um, the attitude is with some of yeah. these players and man Hunter Renfro it's all just positive vibes you know oh Hunter <laughs> Renfro is a good player you know oh man he's gonna you know, Devonte Adams and Hunter Renfro, boy, man, the Raiders, they're going to do some things and, you know, all this stuff. And it's like, and then when you talk about Amon Rasen Brown, it's like, oh, flash in the pan, you know, everyone was injured. There's no, you know, you know what I mean? And of course there are people who are stout, like staunch Amon Ross St. Brown enthusiasts as well. But it is kind of interesting that Amon Ra has become like this, like polarizing player versus Hunter it's Renfro so is this like just like consensusly, like everyone just kind of, that's not even a word, but just everyone kind of sort of like <laughs> likes this guy, uh, Hunter Renfro. And then you look at, and again, and I'm always fascinated because you look at their numbers uh, in reception perception and dude, they're so similar in terms of success, yeah. success rate versus man coverage. Again, Hunter Renfro is at 63.7%. Amon Ross St. Brown is at 60.3%. Hunter Renfro was at 81.6% success rate versus zone versus Amon Ross St. Brown, who was 80.4. So very similar in terms of what these guys do uh, and where they are successful as well. So I don't know. I, I find that to be interesting, man. Yeah, that's a good point. I really don't understand why St. Brown is polarizing at all. I I don't get it. 